and it's Katie and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey y'all. Hello again. I feel like we just did this. Didn't we? We did, yeah, like two days ago. When <laughs> somebody screaming on the street outside of my apartment as usual, so very fun and eventful street I've got here. I just don't understand why Seattle's so lit. It's like, this I feel like it's this street specifically. And like I don't wanna jinx that. But it don't feel like all of that is going on whenever I leave my house. Now watch as soon as I, I right. go somewhere next time now whatever. But um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Why this is just the street to scream on. So like I never hear anything on my street and I live in Memphis. Look, watch watch me drink jinx it too. But you live back from the street too, huh? Yeah. I, I guess if they the was yelling then you will probably hear. But I'm uh my apartment faces the street, so Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty far back from the street. And I'm in a quiet neighborhood. <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm laughing twice because I'm thinking about that other thing. Dang, I, I don't know. Said. I can't place. I don't know what you mean. It was something else that you said that somebody had kind of sh- was shady about that you said on the show. Girl, and, and, that's, and, and, and what about it? Specifically it? about where, like, living somewhere. <laughs> So I was like, <laughs> that's what. Uh, but anyway, I can't, 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 can't. I live in a quiet neighborhood. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Prefer it that way? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, do I live in a quiet neighborhood? I guess. I don't know. I can't because Memphis. I don't know. Memphis can like it changes block to block. I feel like okay. So so now Katie lives on a quiet block, not a quiet neighborhood. Yeah, I, th- that, I think I live in a quiet block because I live one block over from Union, which is like a a very busy street. Like everything on Union, so it's like yeah. I think a quiet block is more appropriate. But anyway, we'll see. this episode comes out. No, just when if I was in Evanston, it'd be pop up pow. It don't be pop up pow. Okay, <laughs> that's crazy, Evanston. Hey, your your stories about Evanston. What is it? I'm gonna just have to go there myself because at, on one day it's I was in the suburbs. On the other day, I got it out the mud. <laughs> it's like, girl, what the hell is that place? Yeah, I just realized people have no concept of Evanston because I do a terrible job of explaining it. Evanston, pow, pow, pow. What? I mean, they be shooting Evanston. But during the summer, it's going to be fireworks. That's what you're going to hear. It's so annoying. Like, it's so annoying. The fireworks start in May. And yeah. it's so frustrating. No, yeah. I mean, I used to live in Inglewood. The closer you get to the hood, the worse the fireworks are. It's freaking crazy. The, the type of fireworks 
that they had it's funny because i spent fourth of july here in seattle i didn't hear i heard one firework and it wasn't even on fourth of july that's crazy <laughs> and, and i'm saying and yeah that was inside i've never been anywhere where i didn't hear any fireworks i was like hold on this might be the place for me no patriotism over here this is my type of neighborhood but um i mean it's not like people pop them off because of patriotism and when i was living in inglewood but the type of fireworks they had would shake your house Dang. i was like oh my gosh i felt so bad for anybody who has a dog anybody who has ptsd yeah. like because it's ridiculous it, my sister had to go outside and turn her like keep turning her car alarm off because it was that it was shaking the ground people's car alarms was going wow. off. it's crazy it's like it was crazy that that's why that type of stuff is illegal because it was like i was like y'all that's what y'all need to be sending never mind i don't know if that's insensitive. <laughs> i don't know if that's insensitive so let me shut up wait aren't fi- are fireworks illegal in california they are yeah I, and especially I mean, stuff like that i don't think those those don't sound like the type of fireworks just people off the street needs to be able to buy <laughs> just like um they get in professional grade stuff like the girls that be doing braces in yeah. their room oh my god especially because we're so close to mexico too yeah the people go to indiana and get uh fireworks yeah. or or wisconsin i remember <laughs> i remember one fourth of july it was like 8 p.m and i had my this was like i had to be i had to be like 21 or something which made my cousin Yasmin like 13, something like that. And I was like, yo, because that was when like, Shane still live in Evanston. Shane, uh, he's a jag now, so he moves around. But that's when we were still in Evanston. Eushane, my little my little trife buddy, like he he, he down for whatever. So I, so I was like, yo, like let's go get to Indiana, get some fireworks. He was like, bet. So <laughs> it's like, oh my God. It's like 8 p.m. So I told my grandma, I'm like, yo, me, Yasmin, and you, Shane, are going to go to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's funny because it's like, I really said this. I was like, me, grandma, uh, me Yasmin, and you, Shane, we're going to go to Indiana and and get some. <laughs> some <laughs> you, this is K. I be in the house curled up. I do be in the house curled up. Across state lines to go get across explosives, state, bro. Across state lines. <laughs> Across state lines is a stretch, considering the fact it, that Indiana. It's not. It literally is. Across Indiana. It don't. It doesn't matter how close it is, Katie. It's still the line. The state line is the state line. <laughs> you don't. Anyway, it's so, not. So no. Indiana is the same state as Illinois now, just because they're close. Yeah. Okay, Katie. Um. Okay, it's a geography denier. <laughs> anyway. So I was like, yo, grandma, like me, you, Shane, and Yasmin are going to go to Indiana and get some fireworks. And my grandma looked at me. She was like, you are not taking. She said, first of all, she said it way more angry. And she turned her accent up real thick. And she was like, you're not taking Douglas. Douglas is her her dad. You're not taking Douglas's child nowhere, crossing nowhere. You're not, you not going. I'm like, Gloria, hold on. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> She's like, you're not going either. You're not going like imagine the hours of night now you're gonna take up yourself you're gonna go to indiana i'm like girls i'm gonna we're gonna go get some sparklers and she's like the typical like go take up our book i'm like it's the summertime i'm 21 <laughs> this is crazy but we didn't go because i wasn't allowed to go um i think it was the yasmin part because i we went from the getting old i should have added late. that in t- t- taking a minor on an excursion <laughs> across state lines <laughs> to get it <laughs> 
<laughs> to get All explosives. Right. This is the type of life Katie live in. Wow. Explosive is a reach. They just we wanted sparklers. That you can't even buy that. Oh, you, I'm sure you buy can. It. You probably you probably just don't know where to go, huh? Cause that's because it's illegal. Cause like fireworks are illegal in California, but I know where to get some if I needed some. <laughs> oh, I don't know where to get none in Illinois. I I really think people be going out of town and getting them. The most thing you can get from Illinois, you know, them junts you um throw on the ground and they pop mm-hmm. poppers. You can buy. Yeah, those. they sell them at the same place as they sell those. They just not supposed to. In California, like if you, if you were to go, you you could probably just get what you want there. I'm just I'm not a Fourth of July girl, so y'all have fun. Um, yeah. and Juneteenth is this weekend. I'm gonna be in the house, so yeah. Good times. That was fun. Times. We didn't go, but sometimes my grandma gets mad. It's funny. Um. You said what? I said mm, times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you got news this week? <sighs> wow. Yeah, I feel like you be suffering during this time of the year because ain't nothing really going on. Oh, the girls yeah. are on summer break. Yeah, the girls are. There is one piece of good news I had. So, as y'all know, during the pandemic, there was a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of, you know, budget cuts, people cutting salaries and laying people off and etc. Um, among those uh, was the New York Philharmonic who canceled the season. Um, they also um, cut costs in the form of orchestra salaries. They slashed um, musician pay by 25%, but they just promised um well they didn't just promise they promised at the time um to reverse those cuts of course um and then um so that they could have 20 million dollars uh more in their savings and then you know reverse it once things got back up and running so um they just announced that they would uh be reversing that 25 percent cut in september which is much earlier than they expected to be able to do that um, during the pandemic so because this is i feel like this is the first i've heard of an orchestra who got a pay cut going back because i don't know the details they didn't you know disclose the exact details of how, what they lost and what they got back and whatever but from what i know places have not recouped everything like they're not back to normal they're getting there mm. but places are still not back to where they used to be pre-pandemic from what i've heard um um but i know the orchestra did i mean the pandemic did cost the orchestra more than 27 million dollars in ticket revenue dang really? uh, okay mm-hmm. was that? okay then period first of all i don't understand who who do i need to talk to to shave a piece off for me like i I just feel like y'all don't need all twenty-seven million. You like you really <laughs> like, do not. And that's the you know what's really crazy. Let me hold ten bands. I, I'm not even asking for nothing substantial. You know what I'm saying? Like in a grand scheme of things, you know what? Might as well do that, be like twenty bands. <laughs> twenty-seven I'll take million. A million. <laughs> 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 I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're fine with that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, then let me take a million. Me, I, Katie, I, 20 bands. I ain't even asked for a lot. I ain't even asked for a lot. 
because shoot for the moon and even if you miss you'll land among the stars so i'm gonna shoot for actually i'm gonna shoot for two million and they give you five thousand hopefully okay that's a way that's way if if you were negotiating something i mean we're literally negotiating them giving me money for no reason this is <laughs> so money also that they don't have <laughs> they have that they have two million dollars they got well over two million dollars they are gonna be fine and you can actually look it up that's that's public record how much money they got yeah they over boohoo and girl y'all will be okay there are girls who actually have to worry <laughs> was that bad i'll be yeah I mean, you're right but <laughs> <laughs> don't know if this was really the they really don't if this was a boohoo Um, um, this CEO, Deborah Borda, said that the government grants and loans and an increase in donations. First of all, increase in donations. Who has money? Who are these people? You know what? You know that video? It's like a reaction video on Twitter. And I, I don't know who it is. I've never, I don't recognize him off of my head. But it's a, um, it's somebody doing a Breakfast Club interview. He's like, who are these niggas? <laughs> like, that's how I feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> who was that i don't know i just saved it because i'm like i want this in my phone so that i have this video but <laughs> that's what i feel like when when i see every house on the market is 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 uh selling over asking there's no houses they're they're buying them but i actually do know why that's happening but then this donations are increasing xyz but at the same time everybody is supposedly losing leaving their jobs not losing their jobs leaving their jobs all this stuff i'm like who are these people who are increasing donations and do they listen to classically black podcast that's my question number two <laughs> why like run me some money <laughs> um but they also had better than expected ticket sales in the 2021-22 season. Um, so all of those uh, things together made it possible for them to raise um, the salaries back on, back up. And the orchestra is on track to finish their season without uh, having to miss any performances or cancel anything. And it just concluded a series of concerts in Europe. I did not know that. I mean, why would I know that? Mm-hmm. Um uh, at a time when many ensembles are unable to tour, yeah, I'm gonna have to look at that because I didn't hear about that, and I see, it seems like that would be kind of a big deal because not plus people are not touring right now. Orchestras are not touring. I couldn't even imagine an orchestra going on tour right now. Yeah, did I hear? About, I don't think I heard about that. Anyway, going on um, tour where? Yeah, it say Europe, but I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna click on the thing. Y'all having COVID scares, and y'all going down to the concert hall. Um. This is a an interesting time for them because of that, because they've been um, they're coming back. Their renovations that we've talked about on the show before um, are almost done. They're gonna be uh, completed in the fall. That was that five hundred and fifty million dollars. That's what I'm saying. Like y'all will be (laughs) fine. Like come, y'all see, y'all never been broke because the way you should have took some of that five hundred whatever and made that shake. You could have moved some stuff around. That's why y'all. That's why I'm not worried about y'all. Y'all don't know how to move nothing around. It, exactly. And, and, and if you work over there, no, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. Maybe your pen slipped, 
Maybe you thought you was writing David Geffen and you wrote Delaney Hair. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> All I'm saying is that. Because if something go missing over there, do not come rocking on my door. Please. Can you imagine? <laughs> my girl, first of all, I'll be like, girl, you really came all the way to Seattle to waste my time and yours. Right. You think saying. I would still be here? I would be on a balcony in Europe. <laughs> All I'm saying is y'all never had to make no money work because the way, if you gave me $550 million, I would have had your renovation. I would have had y'all on tour. And I would have had the salary back up. And we would have had some left over. You got to make something shake. Would part of the tour been on a mega bus? Yes. <laughs> but that is okay. If you're going to if you going to Philly from New York, what you need luxury for? Right. Mind you, if y'all gave me $550 million for this renovation, I would walk in and be like, this actually already looks pretty nice. <laughs> 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 if you gave me $550 million to renovate your concert hall, I would have called my dude Tony that, that be doing stuff for my grandma. And he would have had his people come in. And he would have done some really nice tile work. All up and down that, all up and down that, that joint. Up and down the concert fine. hall. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine you walk in? It's the most odd concert hall. It's tile in here. <laughs> but imagine the acoustics. That joint will be booming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I also got a cousin in. Um, I got a cousin in Jamaica that build furniture. I would have, I would have flew him up. We we using fifty k max. <laughs> Max, I've never been to this hall, so <laughs> I don't know. But I'm sure it it was already fine, and so <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, if, if y'all listen, y'all shop for cash, call me, inbox me, I got you because it's ridiculous. I don't. I'm telling you, don't. I'm telling you, my mama was a single mama. I'm telling you, you don't need five hundred fifty million dollars for that renovation. Hit me up if y'all get strapped on cash. Hit me up. I got a cousin right now that could build you some stuff. Okay. If you know somebody <laughs> down to the field, let me tell them me up. If they if they back this way. Well, it says it's it's I think it's on track to be completed. Um, so it looks like they done already pitched away their five hundred fifty million. <laughs> I'm just playing. It's not like they run out of money. Cause if it's on track to be completed, completed when? In the fall, I'm completed when? What do you mean? In the fall. In the fall, the, well, I, I the mean, U of I, M. I could click and see, but the U of M um been renovating that hall. They they built a new music building, and it was supposed to be ready uh, in January, and here we are in June. Um, We're in June, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, it ain't got nothing to do with me. I the Lord has delivered me, but y'all have fun. I think it should be done before the season begins in October. Mm. I'm just skimming because it links out to another article, and I can't read that right now. Um, but that's among one of the changes happening there, as well as um, I think we covered that their music director Jot Vinsvaden is stepping down in 2024. Uh, well, let me get my conductor arm. Let me check that off. Dust Ooh, that off. Tea. Because that salary is giving, but then you gotta um, work. <laughs> girl, we we gonna be making some changes, okay? <laughs> One rehearsal a week, y'all. First of all, y'all y'all need all that rehearsing. And y'all in the New York field, well, girl. If you don't handle that at home, we run it through at the dress rehearsal. <laughs> well, hold on, let me join the New York field. Cause that's my type of carrying on. 
when we did Beethoven 9, the girls were like, oh my God, we need more rehearsals. I was like, stand up. No, we okay. do not. <laughs> I was about to say, look, as soon as I get up in there, we making some changes. Y'all grown. I trust you. I'm very big on you don't know how this goes. In the year of our Lord, 2022, <laughs> with all these recordings, you came to the first rehearsal counting? Stand okay, up. Counting. I said counting. <laughs> No, I know. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said something else. No. <laughs> I was like, stand up. You don't know how this goes? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what uh, I'm saying. And if I'm saying that, that's how you know. One rehearsal max. Let's go. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I no, that's kidding. how I would be on there at New Year Field at that time. At that point, yeah, one rehearsal max. At least on Masterworks. Cause what what we really finna be playing? I'll never forget. We was playing something, and Bob was talking around it. He was talking around it so bad. What he really wanted to say was, "Y'all don't know how this goes." I I know <laughs> because I forgot what we were playing. What were we playing? Dang it! It had to be like a Beethoven symphony or something. And Bob, he want to say it so bad, but that's not professional. And also, you're not for the. I mean, you're not talking to me. I'm. A, I was a fellow at the time, so you're not talking to me. You talking to your your people, but I was like, he wants. I'm like, go ahead and say it. You want to say it so bad? Say that sounds like exactly something a conductor would say. Not professional. I'm like, you never talk to me if like anybody, that. if anybody, not gonna be professional in the orchestra. It's gonna be them. That is true. Like, if, yeah, if it, if I had to pick somebody, so I, if, you probably just nice. <laughs> yeah, he was being nice. Because I mean, we you know what I love about professionals. We came back. I mean, my part was learned, but because I'd be scared. But we came back and it was it was solid. That's why I'm just like I'm like, you don't need I feel like four rehearsals for Beethoven and I is a little excessive. I ain't gonna hold you. But I mean we we're not used to playing together, so Mm-mm. Yeah, um, I mean there's a lot to cover. Beethoven and I is long. Yeah. I mean I feel like at Heike, I feel like we did four rehearsals for MSO, so let me shut up. But that that is all we needed. We do not need more. What need more for what? For you to practice your part in rehearsal? Girl, can go do 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 with your metronome and leave us alone. Come prepare. <laughs> and also, Beethoven nine. <clears throat> it's so long. It's like, are they really like okay? It wasn't foolish together. Are they gonna remember that by the time we get to the third movement? Like, let's just let's <laughs> right. The, any movement you want to fall apart is gonna be that second one. Exactly. So it's like by the end of the by the end, anyone gonna remember that? Like, girl. Anyway. And also, the second movement is so freaking long, and this repeat, it's a big old ABA. Play it right the second time. (laughs) Right, he gave you another chance. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right, talking about, oh, can we run through it? We gonna run through it on stage. (laughs) Right. What's the problem? That's what the repeat, that's what the first repeat is for. Also, my sister in Christ, Oh to Joy is the first thing you learn on your instrument. After the dad song and the aunt song, you all learn also you been you been you built for this. <laughs> right, you remember this? <laughs> like it was OG. And it was in the and it's in the same key. That's crazy. So wait. Here you <laughs> We're not serious people. That's crazy. But anyway. <laughs> Very big on two rehearsals. Very big oh my God. I hope I hope, it, I hope this is not the episode Jen listens to. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, give me that position, and every single person at the New York Field will have a better work life balance. 
I'm just like that's all I'm saying. It's gonna be it's gonna be work life imbalance because you're gonna be at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, cause you know we yeah, it's gonna be a lot more life than work, but that's not good to me. Nah, they gonna feel that's too much. They probably got like three photos a week, three four photos a week. You gonna stay at that right? Job. Exactly. And y'all ought to know. Y'all ought to know at least seventy five percent of that just off of being in New York field alone. Yeah, I mean, how many times have they played that? So? Because, like, that report said last week that we talked about two-thirds of stuff still be by white men. So, I bet you y'all know 75% of that of what's in, in them three to four photos a week. So, like I said, we only we only rehearse <laughs> brown, black and brown stuff when I come in there. <laughs> That's right. it. Learn that white jack at home. That's <laughs> <what> <laughs> This show is going to be over. Oh. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm not, but I am. <laughs> Period. That's my, that's my my motto. <laughs> Learn that white junk at home. <laughs> that reminds me. I just posted this thing on Twitter, and I was like, let me turn my phone off for the wrong people see this. Um, it was that video of Joanne the scammer. And she walked in and was like, "Harder oh, Caucasians to the back." <laughs> she was like, "Looks better already." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> um. Oh yeah, we are not serious people. Um. Anyway, lastly, um, they agreed to this uh um this pay cut that was around twenty nine hundred dollars per week. Um. And it was supposed to end in, in August 2023. They so, got yeah, cut $2,900 for a week? Did no. Did talk about this? Was, did they get cut or is it... How much they get, were they getting paid? It says um, they agreed to a four-year contract that included 25% pay cuts. Oh, to base pay. Base pay is $2,900 per week. Girl, um, we go play some open strings. $2,900 a week? That's why I'm like, a week, bro? A week? <laughs> Yeah, I want to hear nothing from y'all. Oh, uh, actually, oh, girl, what? I gotta send you. This is food blogger I follow, Katie. She was she does like she does an income report mm-hmm. to like help people you know see how much, and she does like and she does like um, what was I gonna say? Like she updates it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see like the like from not it doesn't start at the very very beginning, but it starts you know a while ago, and now she's she's making forty five to sixty five thousand dollars a month. <laughs> I was like, bro, I can't, I can't. Money. First of all, you would not see me. You wouldn't hear me. Don't. First of all, don't talk to me. Sixty five thousand dollars a month. I, I'm almost busting the tears when I read that. I was like, I'm so <laughs> poor. <bro. laughs> Oh my gosh. 65, 65, I was simultaneously in tears and salivating. <laughs> if I had that much money, I honestly you just would not hear from me. Ever. Cool. Ever. For what 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 answer me quickly. What am I talking to you for? I'ma have everything I need in my house. Period. Ugh. Wow. The wrong people are rich, I'm telling you that much. Like, yeah, I was like, let me. I, that's why I was like, and then I saw these shoes that I wanted. They were seven hundred dollars. I was like, you know what, Kim Kardashian was right. I need to get up off my ass and work. 
Uh, I heard somebody say that the other week, and I was like, that's a crazy statement. <laughs> I know, because I was little, that pissed me. That pissed me off so hard. But then I saw them shoes, and I was like, you know what? She was right. <laughs> well, she, I was. She was onto something. No People do not want to work no more. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's wrong with y'all. Y'all got offended. Y'all need to be listening. Open up. Lean in. Get off your right, ass and work. <laughs> I was like, you know what? You're so right, bestie. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> You've got me pegged. You have. Yeah, y'all I mean, want to make like her the first time about not wanting to work because I did. I certainly don't. I so. mean, I agree with that part. <laughs> but uh yeah, see, y'all want to make Kim the villain. Y'all gotta lean in. She be spitting. Or <laughs> <laughs> there's somebody out there that can't tell for serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably don't want to work. I was, Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I need to make something shake. I need to because I've been unconscious for the past, like near for the majority of the past three days. I think it's hard when you're unconscious so much to tell how much time has passed. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's all my uh my what's the names for this week. Grand. Yes. Okay, we're going to do listens lately because, for one, I like doing listens lately. For two, I've gotten like 10 hours of sleep over the past five days. So, this (laughs) one. Yeah. But I've had a good time. It's been a good time. Okay, so you want to go back and forth or what you want to do? Yeah, I feel like we always land on that after asking each other. Yeah, every time. But, you know. You going first or I going first? Uh, I can go first. I'm getting my obligatory Stevie Wonder track out of the way first. Um, the song is called... I'm just call it I Am Singing, which is the English title. It is a hyphenated title. Um, because the song is in Zulu, Spanish, and in English. So it's first in Zulu, then it's in Spanish, then it's in English. So I'm playing it from the beginning so you can hear the Zulu part. But y'all, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this word, the Zulu title. So sorry, y'all. Um, but yeah. Okay, so when I was down there at Leto, um, I did some. Sorry, let me be serious. When I was when I was at Spoleto, 
Um, I sight read some hammer music with Aurora and Tyler, um, who I affectionately call Taliqua. And Tyler reminded me of this piece for flute, violin, and viola, which I cannot place. I feel like I played this piece before. But flute, like violin and viola? Yeah, but it's like with who? Like I don't know. I know of flute players, but like no, like I know you flute players three, and I didn't play with. I I sighted with Tyler. I've never played with Adam, and I didn't ever play with Mara. So it's like, but I definitely played this piece before. But anyway, the second movement has a very no, not the fourth movement has a very robust. It's like a theme of variations. It has a very robust viola part, and so um I've been listening to that because I this is so pretty. So um I'm not gonna play out of it, of course, but I'll try to find the viola part. It's somewhere in the middle, but either way. My phone is bugging. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um, not everything is a crisis. Okay, here we go. Oh, I probably should tell you the name. The name is Beethoven Serenade for flute, violin, and viola. Okay. Fourth movement. Andante. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'm gonna skip to the viola part. Somewhere around here. I was feeling myself when I was playing it. Cause I was like, hold on, okay, Beethoven. Um <laughs> Yeah, Tyler ate that up. He played it before. So did Rora, who was reading. I hate sight reading. <laughs> you know how like auditions they be like, sight reading may be required. Babe, just take my word for it. <laughs> he like Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those executive people, they probably get they probably <laughs> try <to get> <laughs> Oh my god. Viola so hard for no reason. Um but yeah. Um my next one I found from an Instagram reel of this dude who he wears acrylics and he'll like do like little videos about like don't do something this way, do it this way, like if you have acrylics. He always uses this song. 
Um, I've come across these videos twice, so I was like, let me see what this song's talking about. It's called Love Me Back by Trinidad Cardona, I think. But yeah. listen to that every now and then period okay my phone is bugging so that's also why the last one was so long i literally couldn't stop it okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> not in taking over the show i couldn't stop girl if you want to be a co-host so bad <laughs> and i was trying to scroll to the viola part and i literally couldn't so i was like I guess we riding it out. <laughs> um okay girl um okay my next one is called Rapapa it's by um Bugs Gutta featuring Salvi the body and I love the song here it is My last one is called Witness. Um, and it's by Emmanuel Wilkins featuring Elena Penderhughes. So it's from this is a, a off of his newest album. Emmanuel Wilkins is a is a jazz saxophonist. And um Elena is a is a flutist. But yeah. I'm not going I'm not I'm not doing too much on Emmanuel no more. He got a girlfriend now, so I'm not doing too much. Who's Emmanuel? Oh, the the composer. That's He's awesome. very talented and I like his music a lot, so but yeah. K 
Can she fight? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) This is unhinged. This episode is unhinged. Just asking. Unhinged. (laughs) Okay. So, I don't know what to pick. I've been listening to so much good stuff lately. Um... Okay, I'm gonna do this. Okay, so this one's for Jen because I saw her over the weekend <laughs> and Jen likes K pop. So she was telling me about BTS. Oh my god, I literally never heard a BTS song, which is impossible because they're everywhere, right? And she reminded me or she she informed me that the song Butter is in fact by them. I did not know that. So uh here is Butter by BTS. It's not usually what I go for. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. um, my toe was tapping. I I I don't know who I thought wrote this song. But if I was not expecting Seven Korean Men to um to do it. Where have you heard that song before? You ever heard that song? Where would I have heard that? <laughs> BTS is everywhere. They're on literally every square inch of the internet. I I mean I've I know who BTS is. They were just at the White House, like Oh shoot. Yeah. Which I People people wasn't saying too much because they're they're one of those fandoms that you don't wanna Yeah you don't wanna say girl. too much about. But I think even even I was like, That's not my place, that's not my community, so I'm gonna be quiet. But even some Asian people was like because they were talking about Asian American stuff and it's like Oh, they're not that's not the that's not the same Wow experience was, like at all. Y'all just wanted some famous people to come. That's like well, okay, a huge oversight. <laughs> Like like a huge because it's the first thing I thought I was like they're literally straight from Korea like straight. it's not the same as being Asian American at also, all. There's famous Asian Americans you could have asked to do it. Exactly, plenty of them. Daniel Day Kim spoke to spoke to Congress like last year or or the year before that. What's that dude from but, Buzzfeed? Who? Oh, yeah, or, yeah. I mean, there's a a million of them. I can um, think of I can think of a. I can think of at least 10 other people that would be better than BTS. Yeah. And who um, are American. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're like, where would I have heard that? Like, in the grocery store? Like, you know what I mean? Because now it's kind of weird because now it's like we don't really do, like, people don't listen to, like, or I, I don't listen to the radio. And, like, streaming is a big thing. So it's like some people are listening to what they want to. Yeah, so it's like, where true. would, I'm trying to think, like, where would I have, where would I have heard that? Seriously. I have heard a snippet of a bts song because they had a meal at mcdonald's and the commercial would come on on hulu because i have hulu ads mm. that's the only thing i've heard <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That's, what, that's what i kind of meant like if maybe an ad on a reel on instagram on accident like i know you'll be on instagram in a youtube ad oh. tiktok mm. like they just be I feel like maybe I maybe I have maybe I just haven't heard that song. Yeah, they have a couple of popular. I didn't listen. I 
I didn't look into it too much, but um, I'm not really yep. a pop girl in general. I was just about to say, pop is not really my thing. Every couple years, somebody comes along that is poppy. For me right now, I would say that's Lil Nas X, but even him, even his most, his poppiest of pop, I, I'm not listening to. I more li- mostly listen to when he raps. Yeah, I mean, even Lizzo, I have a little bit of her stuff on my stuff, but her stuff is too poppy for me. Uh, I, yeah, I really, I don't be knowing Lizzo songs like that. I don't think I've ever heard a Lizzo song top to bottom. That's fair. Yeah. I mainly, I don't even think I have Lizzo on my, you know how you have like yo, you have playlists and then you have like yo master playlist where it's like, like on Spotify, it's like your like songs. Well, if I like a song, I'll just like it. And it just, it curates a playlist. Like you just, every song you like on Spotify, I'll put it on your like song. Like, I am i don't think I have Lizzo even in that. I mainly just like Lizzo as a person. And I like, I think she's fun. I think whatever you, however you just move, you covered the mic on your phone. So now you sound like you're underwater to me, not to everybody else. Okay, that's good because I didn't do anything. <laughs> well, I can hear every move you make, so like whatever. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, girl. I ain't do nothing. Something about a quick quack. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, well, we're done now, so moving on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was talking. Oh, see, to now it's fixed. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like something internal might have. I don't uh. know. Um, I was telling Delaney. Um, so I had a very long and frustrating drive back from Charleston. It took me 13 hours. It's supposed to take 10. Um, so I had plenty of time in my car. Um to think about stuff and towards the end I was getting very tired I got back at like 1 a.m I don't want to talk about it actually I'm still dealing with that um and I was, I was listening to like a lot of gospel music just to like you know get my heart rate up and a comment that I've been getting a lot um in my playing has been like needing to make like more complete phrases and but when I when I phrase something like I'll be like oh I like that like that sound da 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 and like even a couple weeks ago I was playing for Tyler he was like you need to go all the way to the end da, da, da. and I'm like but I like you don't like it like this it's like a little cute it's a little you know da 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 da, da. and um I began that comment a lot um on my playing and I'm like where did that come from and I realized like um like a lot of gospel music I, I phrase my my um the stuff that I play on viola I I feel like it has been influenced by like how a lot of um, how a lot of gospel music is uh phrased. So let me let me show you an example of what I mean by that. So a lot of times, like um, uh, here's an example. Okay, so this is um, this is God is good by Jonathan McReynolds. So let me play a little bit of that. May Yeah. 
So if this was if that was a classical music phrase, that's not how you would phrase it, right? So you would go like da 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 like you would keep it going. But like she kept like stopping like in between. And I feel like when I play like for example, I feel like this jumps out the most when I play Stamitz. I'll be like, Oh, it's cute when I go, buddy and it's like it has to be like one continuous phrase and i so what my question to the long way of saying is is i don't know i feel like we have similar backgrounds um in where our first music education happened and i just wanted to know like what ways what was your what in what ways has your primary music education influenced your classical music education so i already gave one but so you go and i'll i'll go um well yeah i was in i was in church choir for a couple years before i i did piano um and i was in church choir for yeah years i, I don't know that was my first that was my first music thing and um i wish i had I mean, I haven't had, I haven't had to phrase nothing for a long time, so I wish I could I could try to see like if that has any if that's had any effect on me. Mm-hmm. But I think I've I've mentioned once before like one thing that I have noticed is like um, I think interpreting like conducting movements mm-hmm. and stuff is a little bit more like I feel like it has made me more intuitive. Like there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot that um, it really depends on what conductor it is, and but a lot of the times, like I feel like an ensemble needs to get used to them. But sometimes in classical music, like people need you to like give them stuff. Mm-hmm. And with gospel music, it's much more like <laughs> if a if a um, if orchestra has to follow <laughs> like a choir director. <laughs> They would be looking at like what is yeah. going on, um, because the like it's like the movements are simultaneously more exaggerated but also more subtle because they're more exaggerated but they're less detailed mm-hmm. than an orchestral conductor. Um, but I think that has made like I think it's just more musically intuitive, and then. Um, Dang, there was a there was another, something I was gonna add um, to that, but oh, I remember, I remember what it was. But I think I'll probably say it on the next round then because I didn't have another one, but now I do. Um, but yeah, and also I think mean, that's also probably also being a a bass player having a, a you kind of have to have a like an have that internalized mm-hmm. you really should at any any instrument but um yeah i've just noticed like when i've seen like i was listening to recordings of gospel choirs and their reaction times are like much quicker because of that um and i just haven't seen that in, in orchestras so. i remember um when i was in my little conducting phase um it's really we talk about reaction time especially like you know like a real good choir when they be doing 
um, you know that song like Joy, and they be like Joy, 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 and you switch it, and they go Joy, 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 and then they go the opposite way, Joy, 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 and it's like <laughs> you don't. When I was in like, um, I was in a choir my freshman and sophomore year of college, and it's like there's nothing to prepare you for that. Like they're just going to. I don't even know. You don't know how many times they're going to do it. The way you rehearse it is not the way it happens. And especially then there's the element of like, um, if the spirit takes over, like then you have to go with that. So like the rec time is so much faster. Whereas I remember when I was in my conductive phase, getting a group of musicians to move with you is so difficult. Like I remember, um, I remember doing the first movement of track five and I'm like, I was looking around. And I'm like, now this is why Dr. Bach gets mad at y'all when y'all don't know how stuff goes. Because, like, you don't know how this goes. Can we can we go through the front? Can we move? It's like, I move my arms. I'm not being clear because I just got ate up in my lesson last week. So, it's like, it's hard. Like, the reaction time is a lot slower. Um, so, I do agree with that. Um, I will say something the opposite for me. Like, um somehow some way the thought of not having music in front of me makes me you know foam at the mouth whereas like I literally never had music growing up at church like ever like when I was on youth choir we would um we would get lyric sheets and that's only sometimes other times um they just we learned it by rote and then you had to remember no, your I was part. Gonna repeat after me. Yeah. <laughs> and then they need to remember your part, like if you what note you had and stuff like that. So it's crazy to me, like how that didn't transfer over because it's like, girl, if I don't have no music, I start crying. <laughs> like, give me dots on a page. Like, I don't understand what the problem is. Um, so that's something that's the opposite. I wish that informed my education more. What's your next one? Yeah. Yeah, because I, um, yeah, I'm, cause I, I can't do nothing without music. That's, y'all, y'all got MTC, basically. Um, okay. Now, I was also thinking about, like, um, just in rhythm stuff, like, there's a lot of polyphony in gospel music, and I feel like that concept, uh, once I kind of learned it in the context of classical music, came really easy, came easily for me, because um, because of that. Like, I mean, there's a lot of polyphony in Bach, so there there's like that parallel, um, and it being able to like, I don't. And now I'm trying to think hard, but it's been so long since I've played Bach, so I can't even really say specifically if it has like in what ways it has um informed my choices of how I phrased it once I figured that figured out that connection but um in terms of even when we had to do like rhythm exercises and like oral skills and stuff like being able to figure out a way to do when you had to do those rhythms like two different ones like one in each hand at the same time Mm -hmm. like figuring out how to do those in a way that um makes sense because sometimes I feel like sometimes people they try to split their brain in two Mm-hmm. And I feel like gospel music, like since there's there's a lot of polyphony and 
when you hear a gospel music song of course when you're in the choir you're singing your part but when you're listening to it you probably be jumping through everybody's parts if you can mm-hmm. um so i feel like that is a, a similar concept of like because i feel like it works better or at least for me when i was doing those exercises it worked better to look at it like that instead of trying to split your brain into okay this is this rhythm and this is this rhythm and i'm playing them together like i gotta do that i ain't gonna hold you huh i had to do that i'm not gonna hold you it depends on the rhythm i mm-hmm. will say that some of them is like you're not gonna be able to put you're not gonna be able to to do it without that mm-hmm. but some i feel like there there are some that you can it might be easier to um to like hear it as a like a linear not a linear rhythm but i don't know how to explain it okay you know how there were those rhythms that like i think there were like the polyrhythms where like they sound like when you put them together they sound like something different yeah so like i would just do that but yeah that's I, what i was gonna say yeah for some, yeah because i feel like even like how people interact with gospel music like in a church like there's all type of stuff people like people be clapping people got tambourines like there's all type of stuff going on around you i feel like it's like easier but let me let me ask you this when you when you do you separate like your and i know like you didn't solely grow up on gospel music like i i solely grew up on gospel music. like i feel like my 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 um my ears like opened up to other stuff probably like early college but like i was a church girl boots down okay um do you separate what was going on like at home like stuff you listen to at home and like in church from like your bass training um yeah completely um and i mean especially especially when it comes to black music like yeah i mean i suppose i'm not um i was in church a lot but at the same time all that music is derived from gospel music anyway soul music and on all that type of type of stuff um they kind of all feed off they all feed off of each other but in terms of with classical, yeah, I never really, there was a lot of stuff that I, that's what I did about, that's what I wrote about in my El Sistema USA speech. Like a lot of the concepts of classical music, not the actual music, but like just the concept of like studying it, like studying music was something that I only really saw for classical music like i didn't even think like oh i could apply this to other genres of music Mm -hmm. i didn't even think about that so those two things like did not exist next to each other at all in my brain yeah i would say the same like i feel like i still don't even combine them to be honest i mean but i don't really make gospel music in the same way that i make classical music <clears throat> I feel like a better time to assess that would have been like in high school where I was like in youth choir. Well, I wasn't even youth choir. I was in the choir. I was in the choir and then taking viola lessons. But I was not, I think for so long, <clears throat> excuse me, for so long we were supposed to, we were taught like, oh, this is like classical music. This happens over here and then that happens over there. So I never 
combine them. That's why when I was confused, like when I got to college, I told my teacher that, like, oh yeah, like I'm in the little in the in the choir or whatever. She's like, I'm glad you're singing. I'm like, girl, what do you mean by that? Because she's like, what she was thinking is like, you don't play in tune, so at least you're singing something. And I was like, not too much, Miss Girl. She didn't say that, but um, that's what that's what was implied. But even even when her saying even her saying that, I couldn't even source why she wanted why she was happy that I was singing. I'm like, girl, I'm going I'm doing this for fun to meet some people. Have a good time. Tap my toe. Alright, y'all, it's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Okay, so this is gonna come as a doozy to you because it certainly was doozy to me. But here we go. This week's Black Excellence is none other than Joy Gidry. I feel like they have been a Black Excellence before. Yeah, I definitely feel like they have. Okay, that's what I said. But apparently they have not. Joy be making stuff up. <laughs> Joy be making stuff up. Cause don't nah, let's not do too much. Nah, let's not do too much. I checked. I checked and they were like, you know what's crazy, Katie? I've never been a black excellence. And I'm like, Joy, you've been at black That does not sound right. It doesn't sound right, right? That That's what I said. That's what I said. Even I was talking to them today and they were like, Don't forget. And I was like, Babe, you been and they were like, Not the gaslighting. And I'm like, <laughs> It don't sound right, right? Uh, that doesn't sound right. I'm sorry. It does not because no 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 because even if you no 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 because <laughs> you've been on the show at least twice that I can remember off the top of my head. You've definitely been piece of the week more than once. I think that's why uh, we think they've been black excellence. But that's why I'm like, I feel like they have been because that's I feel what like, I said. I feel like even though, okay, yeah, I pick as piece of the week. Like, I feel like I low-key would have picked as Black Excellence on, like, if they dropped an album or something. Like, I feel like that's adding up. Like, uh, mm. But it checks out. They are nowhere to be found. I don't know. Because sometimes, because sometimes I'll be, we all know because the Instagram and then the end this episode. But I'm even trying to do those beforehand because I'll be, <gasps> so... I mean, the Instagram, I'm going to get back on track eventually. I have had a doozy of a two months. So, um, either way, let's do it. Because <laughs> I lived with Joy for four weeks, and they will not let me forget this. So, hey, babe, you're black excellence. Let's go. Okay. So, Joy is a composer and a bassoonist based in New York City. Um, they are also an improviser and composer. Um, their de- their debut album Darkness of Myth came out in August seventh, twenty twenty, um, and then they just released um their album Radical Acceptance on February fourth of this year. So make sure you check it out. Also, once it gives it gives boots down. Um, also, if you get a chance to see them in person, you have to. It's so good. Um. Joy holds a bachelor's degree in bassoon performance from the Peabody Conservatory and a graduate performance diploma from the Manus School of Music. Um, they will be headed to University California, San Diego. San Diego. Yep, uh, for a DMA. I know that's right. They have attended and featured in prestigious festivals such as Spoleto, Donatello, and Banff. So check out Joy. We'll link their um, their Bandcamp and their website and their socials so you can check them out take a listen and yeah period mm-hmm. quote unquote never before 
Black excellence. For you said you. what? I said, yeah, uh huh, quote unquote, never before. Because there's excellence. literally no way. This is no way. There's literally no way. I'm not buying that. Also, the Instagram is not far enough behind for me not to have. Like, I think the Instagram is like a black excellence behind, and ever, other than that, only eight. Yeah, I think so. Really? Because said we do this. We did. But oh, but then, remember, it was you posted some of the interim because you started posting back. Yeah, I gotta go back. I don't think it's that many. Which I didn't know you was going to do that. Because this last what? one in April, that one was, I think that one was on time. Mm-hmm. She's on time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But also time means nothing. Because I don't even remember. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's I, actually, stuff that happened two days ago feels like it happened three months ago, and vice versa. And remember when Tyler was like, "Oh, when I was Black Excellence," and we thought that happened like two weeks ago, and it was in October. The way like, Tyler so. looked at me, I was like, "Yeah, girl, you was there like a month ago." And he was like, "Katie," <laughs> I'm like, "What? Two months ago? October, girl?" I was like, "Ain't no freaking way." <laughs> literally no way. Um, yeah, we're only eight behind. Um, hey, my time is really messed up. Okay, just my piece of the week. Nope, <laughs> my piece of the week is drum roll, please. Mendelssohn, uh, string symphony in D minor because it's very, very good. And I wish more people would play string orchestra music because there's good string orchestra music, and you really can't go nowhere to hear it. So. Right. Thanks so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, send it to Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com. If you're black, join ISBM. It's free 99. com at isblackmusicians. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next week. All right. Goodbye. Bye.